Welcome to That Smart Hustle, a podcast dedicated to the importance of creating your truth, realizing your own self-worth, loving who you are and the journey you're on, all while planning for the future, but still being present in the now. I'm your host, Kristen Martin. You may know me from my YouTube channel, where I post writing advice videos and day-in-the-life vlogs, or perhaps you've delved into my fictitious worlds by reading one of my young adult books, or maybe we're meeting for the first time. If the latter is the case, then hello and welcome. There's plenty of space here for everyone from all walks of life, whether you're lost and can't seem to find your way, or you think you're on the right path, or you're just starting out and have no idea where to begin. It's all about empowering yourself to be the kind of person you want to be and to pursue the lifestyle you want to live. So let's dive in. Hi guys, welcome back to That Smart Hustle podcast and welcome to episode 42. So if I'm being totally honest, I actually wasn't sure if I was going to record this podcast episode because I I just really wasn't feeling all of the inspiration and motivation and the flow last week. I was having one of those weeks where I wouldn't necessarily say that I was in a rut, but I guess it was kind of like a mini rut. I just didn't feel like the ideas and that flow was there. This was kind of a strange feeling because I started thinking to myself, you've taken a month and a half off. So, you know, you're excited to come back. You're excited to come back to YouTube. You're excited to start podcasting again. And those things are true. I'm very excited to come back and get back to everything. But at the same time, I just really wasn't feeling it last week. And I tend to record my podcasts and my videos at least a week early, if not earlier than that. So I was sitting there thinking to myself, what is going on? Why, why is this flow not there? This is plenty of time to have given myself a break and the idea should be coming to me. I was putting a lot of pressure on myself last week. And this morning when I woke up, I journaled like I do every morning. It's part of my morning ritual. And also as part of my morning ritual, I go through Shannon Kaiser's daily mantras, the find your happy updated edition. It's 365 days of motivation for a happy, peaceful, and fulfilling life. So the page that I randomly turned to today in that book was day 160, and this is what the quote or the mantra was for that day. It says, the best advice is felt in my heart, not directed from my head. And I really just sat with this for a minute, and it brought a smile to my face because, like I said, last week I was just trying so hard and pressuring myself and almost trying to force myself to be creative or to find that inspiration. And it just wasn't coming. And I was just really being hard on myself for absolutely no reason. So when I read that this morning, that the best advice is felt in my heart, not directed from my head, it just really spoke to me and it put me at ease. And the question at the bottom of the page, because there's always kind of this, this question after you read the mantra to sort of get you journaling, it's a journal prompt said, what is my heart telling me to do? And it's kind of funny because what my heart was telling me to do was to not force creativity. If I wasn't feeling it, then I wasn't feeling it. And that's perfectly okay. And it's funny actually, because if I hadn't been feeling that way, I wouldn't be coming on here right now to share this podcast episode with you guys. So it's funny how my not being inspired suddenly led to me being inspired to record this for you. So kind of ironic, but 
What I've started to find more and more is that when I seem to have a lack of motivation or inspiration, or maybe I'm starting to feel like I'm falling in a rut and I don't really feel like doing very much, sometimes it's actually a premature sign of burnout or you know burnout that may be quickly approaching, or it's your body's way of telling you to stop being so forward-looking and actually be present. So when I really reflected this morning over the past month, I realized that I wrote 50,000 words in 28 days. So that's a lot of words to write in just 28 days. (laughs) So perhaps this lack of motivation or this lack of inspiration that I was feeling last week was my body's way of telling me, okay, you just did a lot of work, even though it didn't feel like work. It's still, that took a lot of creative fuel, a lot of creative juice to get those words on the page and to make sure they were quality words. And so it would only make sense that after I finish writing that 50,000 words that maybe my body just needs to take a break. Maybe my mind needs to take a break. Maybe I need to step back and stop thinking about what's going to happen in the next chapter or what's going to happen next and just be present. Over the weekend, that's exactly what I did. I didn't have any sort of to-do list. I didn't have anything that was really pressing or urgent because I'd met my goals. And yes, there are things coming up in August and September and October. There are a lot of things coming up, but I told myself this weekend, I'm not going to focus on any of that. I'm not going to stress myself out or put pressure on myself. I'm just going to be present. I'm going to sit outside and drink my coffee in the mornings and journal and just look at nature, look at the trees, watch Denali run around in the backyard. I'm going to go for walks in nature when it's not too hot during the day. I'm going to sit down and read a book with no end game, with no end point and just read until I feel like stopping and just go, go and do things based on how I'm feeling and not think so much about the future and what end point I'm trying to get to. So really what I'm trying to say is that if you if you're having a lack of motivation or inspiration or you feel like you're at the beginning stages of falling into a rut or maybe you're already deep into your rut, it's perfectly okay because we all have those days and more often than not, we have those weeks where we're just not feeling like doing anything. And so I just encourage you to ask yourself maybe why you're feeling that way. Look back, see what you've just accomplished, see what it is you've just done, and maybe you'll find it's your body and your mind's way of telling you to just chill for a second, take a step back and enjoy this present moment, this current moment, because it's all we have. Like I said, over the weekend, I was incredibly mindful and incredibly present. I was expressing gratitude and it was an absolutely wonderful weekend. But of course, there will come a time, you know, this too shall pass. There will come a time when you'll slowly start to get out of the rut or you'll have that aha moment or that motivation and inspiration will find you again. But I I find it's important not to force that because if you try to force something, it's not going to work. And I honestly think what happens is that your body and your mind will kind of give you a signal or a sign that it's it's time to get up and get moving again and start moving forward. And you'll have to consciously decide to take action. Something that I really was thinking about this morning is that inaction is still an action and indecision is still a decision because inaction is still an action you are taking. It's the action of not doing anything. And indecision is still a decision because it's 
the decision to not decide. I know that sounds like a lot of words and a giant jumble, but when you when you look at it from that perspective, I realized that I was the one sort of holding myself back because when I went to look at the things that I did need to do next, you know, I did look at my future to-do list. I realized some of the things on that list were things that I didn't really want to do. So I took the action of not taking action and I made the decision to be indecisive about what it was I was going to do next. And this kind of brings me to my next point, which is talking about to-do lists and the things that we have set up for the future and the things that we're wanting to achieve. So if you're looking at your to-do list and you're finding that there are things on there that don't really light you up, they don't make you feel motivated or inspired, which is probably a big part of the reason why you got into this little rut or this uninspired state in the first place, perhaps this is a good opportunity to really reassess what is on your to-do list. And I think when you reassess those things and figure out which things bring you joy and which things are things that you really don't want to do, there'll be a certain clarity that comes with that. So one of the questions I ask myself when I was reviewing my to-do list is, is this thing that I have on this list aligned with my path? And I realized that not everything is going to bring you joy. There are some things like paying bills or maybe answering emails, possibly even doing chores like doing the dishes that may not really bring you joy, but I have found there are ways to make them a little bit more fun. And you're probably like, come on, Kristen, really paying bills, you found a way to make that fun. I actually <laughs> I actually sort of did because it's all in the way you frame the activity that you're about to do. So every month there's one day out of the month where I sit down on my computer and I schedule all of the bills that I have to go out for that next month. It's just a way I can do it where I only have to do it once and then I don't have to think about the bills. I know they're paid for and they're good to go. But I've sort of made this mini ritual out of it to make it a little bit more fun. So what I'll do is I'll light one of my favorite candles. I'll put on a little bit more of an upbeat playlist, kind of like a I don't know, just a good vibe, good feeling sort of playlist. And then I will open up my bills on my computer for that next month. And what I like to do is I, I actually like to show gratitude and it sounds so silly, but I'll say things out loud and I'll express gratitude for whatever service that bill has brought me for the next month, for this month, you know, past months, future months. So for instance, for like my energy bill, especially in the summer, this bill can be really high. For the size of my house, it's pretty efficient because you would think it would be a lot more in the summer, but in the summer times, it does add up to about $250 a month, which may not sound like a large chunk of change, but when it's going towards something that you can't physically like touch, I guess you kind of can because it's air conditioning and it's the lights, So you're using it every day, but <laughs> it's not something you can, that you really use. And I feel like that's kind of the same thing with the internet. Like you're using it to browse the web, but I feel like it's not something tangible. It's not something you can hold in your hands. But for me, I find when I spend my money on something and I can actually, it's something I can actually feel whether it's clothing or a piece of jewelry or a new perfume, when it's something I can actually hold in my hands and use it's, I tend to get more joy out of that. So things like the internet and also my energy bill, my water bill, those are things that just feel a little bit more intangible and a little bit more abstract to me. So it's harder for me to really express that gratitude, but I do my best to sit there and say, okay, it's, you know, a hundred degrees outside. We just had this Texas heat wave yet. I was sitting here inside my house in air conditioning and I wasn't having to sit outside 
and sweat and sweat and sweat. <laughs> and so I'll express gratitude for each one of my bills and the that luxury that it's brought into my life that, you know, a lot of the time I think it's a necessity now to have things like air conditioning, to have things like internet, especially since my business is run on the internet. Same thing with emails. Emails are another thing I really dread responding to unless it's someone reaching out to me to just kind of write, you know, a love letter and just say thank you and share a personal story with me. I love reading those and I love responding to as many of those as I can. But then there are some emails that come my way that are a little bit more salesy, a little bit more spammy. And, you know, you kind of have to sort through to see if the opportunity that's in there is really viable or if it's one that you just need to pass on. But either way, that still takes up some time. But what I like to do when I'm going through emails is express gratitude for all of the opportunities that come my way, even if they aren't right for me right now. Because whether or not that opportunity is the right fit for me, there's still someone out there who took the time to reach out to me, who wanted to work with me. And that alone is is amazing because I remember when I first started out with my YouTube channel and everything, and I had like zero emails in my author inbox. And that is not the case anymore. I have hundreds of emails a day. And so even though that can feel really overwhelming at times, I just remind myself, you know, this is what you wanted. You wanted to have all of these collaborations and all of these opportunities coming your way. And here it is. So, you know, express gratitude for the ones, even if it's not the right fit for you. And then another thing I absolutely hate doing is doing the dishes. There are some dishes I like to hand wash instead of putting them in the dishwasher. And I'm sure a lot of people will agree with me that doing the dishes is just not, it's just not fun. Sometimes I can let my mind wander, but most of the time I'm just like, oh my gosh, when is this, when is this process going to be over with? So what I've actually started doing is propping up my phone on the counter and catching up on YouTube videos because during my days, I don't have as much time since I'm constantly creating and working on stuff. I really don't have much time to consume anything. I hardly ever watch television. I'll go days, sometimes even weeks without even turning on the TV, which is why I don't pay for full cable service. I actually have a smaller service from Sling Television, but I find that if I'm going to be doing something that's not really that exciting or it's something I'm not really looking forward to, if I can find a way to make it a little bit more fun, like catching up on YouTube videos that I haven't had time to watch, that makes the time go by a little bit faster and then the dishes are clean. The other thing I found is that with a very large project that maybe you're about to get started on, whether it's launching your own YouTube channel or starting a podcast or beginning to outline a book or beginning to write the book, if you have this big daunting project that's just staring you in the face, a lot of the time the intimidation of that can make you take inaction. Like you're just so afraid to start on it because you don't really know what to do first. And the thought of even trying to figure that out can be incredibly overwhelming. So I found that if I can take small actions first toward a big daunting project, then the inspiration and the motivation to continue onward with the project just kind of naturally flows and it'll just naturally appear. So I found if there is something new that I'm going to be launching and maybe I need to learn what kind of system I need to use for it. Maybe doing my research for X number of minutes, like just breaking this big project down into smaller steps and then achieving each one of those steps. Because once you get through step one and you move to step two, you'll have the momentum and the motivation from completing step one. You're like, oh, that wasn't as bad as I thought it was gonna be. I was totally making that so much bigger and so much harder in my head. And then you'll go to step two 
And again, you'll just have that momentum and that drive to keep going. So, you know, for me, when I was launching Valiance, I had to do a lot of research on the types of systems to use, you know, to really automate a lot of that side of the business because I didn't want to have to constantly be sending emails. So what I did was actually sketched a workflow diagram. It was one of the first things I did. I didn't really know where to start. I knew I had to create the content, but I didn't know how to get this content onto a system, onto a platform. And I did have a coach that helped me with this, but her business was much different than mine was. So I knew I needed to create my own workflow diagram. So that was one of the first things I did. That was the first step I took in launching Valiance because it was a very big daunting project. It was something that I had never done before. And so sketching that workflow diagram was that first step in kind of laying out the roadmap for me and what I needed to do next. So I know I went off on a little bit of a tangent there, but I didn't just want to talk about being in a rut and lack of motivation. I also want to talk about when you're feeling like you're able to you know, find that motivation again, or it just will hit you randomly when you read something or reflect on something. I wanted to provide some tangible steps or tangible ways for you to make things more fun and to kind of break down some of these larger projects that you may have to make them seem less intimidating and less daunting. But this particular podcast episode is really just a reminder that we all have those days where motivation seems to be lacking. And there may be an explanation for it. Like maybe you've just written 50,000 words in 28 days, like I just did. And you're starting to experience what could potentially be burnout or needing a break, or maybe there won't really be an explanation. And it's just, you know, it's just a bad week. I talked about it in one of my very, very early podcast episodes about how sometimes you just have to let yourself feel the feelings. And part of letting yourself feel the feelings is to be present and just just let yourself process it. But the one thing I really want you to take away from this podcast is to take time to be present because it is something we do not do enough. And when you do that, clarity will follow and that spark of motivation will come right along with it. So that is all that I have for you guys today for this podcast episode. I really hope that you enjoyed it. Again, if you have not checked out my personal development book, Be Your Own Hashtag Goals, it was just released on May 1st. And if this podcast is something you're really into, then I highly recommend checking out that book because we really do go a lot deeper into a lot of the topics and I share a lot more personal stories in that book. I really kind of spill my soul and my heart onto those pages. You can get your copy on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, The Book Depository, and Books A Million. I also do offer signed copies on my website at kristenmartinbooks.com, although right now I am out of inventory, so hopefully I will have a new stock of books the week of August 6th. Thank you guys so much for listening and I will chat with you in the next episode. Cheers. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you love this episode, please subscribe to make sure you don't miss anything. For more beyond this podcast, including information on my YouTube channel and webinars, visit me at thatsmarthustle.com. And for daily inspiration and writing advice, come hang out with me on Instagram at author Kristen Martin. I'll talk with you all again very soon. Cheers. Cheers.